From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. For the 16th of January, this is the WIA National News Service. I'm Graham VK4BB. We're broadcasting from Brisbane, and uh, yes, it's been a a little wet uh, under the feet here. So, what with uh, one thing and another, I figured uh, let's get uh, somebody else to do the news this week. So we've got uh, Robert Felix from uh, Far North Queensland in Ingham. He's also uh, on the show. But uh, Robert's going to uh, take it over the studios. It's just been a little difficult uh, getting studios here where we normally record at uh, Radio TAB. Uh, the, uh, the studios have been used by all sorts of people from uh, MTR in Melbourne through 2GB in Sydney, even Fox News in, uh, in New York, Fox Radio News in New York. So uh, to... Uh, to pinch the studios for uh, for this sort of uh, 30 minutes under these uh, trying conditions here in Brisbane and when you can only get to the studios th- still through uh, through one particular uh, route let's cross to Melbourne for the rest of this WIA National News Service and thanks for helping out again Robert Thanks Graham well under the circumstances it's probably the very least that we can do to help you out by taking a little bit of load off your studios And I must say, it's great to hear of the uh, level of cooperation, too, that exists between the different news networks and various stations and studio facilities, such as yours, making the facilities available to others to help to get that news out, the important news. So uh, thanks, Graham. Well, it's been one horrendous week for many folk in VK4, giving it some thought as to what to do and what to include in this news broadcast it perhaps seemed appropriate to contact a few amateurs in or near the affected areas and to get some reports first-hand. The devastation of the floods has simply been enormous and a massive clean-up effort as this broadcast goes to air is now underway. First, I'd like to introduce Graham Martin, VK4RD. Now, Graham comes from Billowee in central Queensland. Good morning, Graham. Good morning. Now, Graham... How have you been affected by the floods? Yeah, some slight disruption getting to and from work where we supplied coal to a power station, right? And, Graham, what damage have you seen in the area, say, driving around? Uh, road to the north at a place called Jambin, uh, probably three to four foot of water through the hotel there. To the south, the road's been cut off to Theodore, complete uh, uh, bridges cut out and roads into uh, Mara and further west completely cut off uh, due to flood waters. And the floodwaters, are they, um, are they now subsiding? No, floodwaters to the north have gone. Uh, floodwaters towards Theodore has uh, apparently gone, but there's massive road repairs to be done between Banana and Theodore. So, so Graham, that road, has that become inaccessible? Completely inaccessible. It's washed out, took out a whole, whole, uh, a whole bridge. Well, that's uh, pretty significant. And uh, thanks, Graham, for your quick report from Billowee. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome, mate. Thank you very much. Now, another uh, well-known amateur, Gavin Raybelt, VK4 Zulu Zulu. He's been taking a bit of time out to tour around Australia, 
but uh, things have kind of ground to a halt for a bit. Um, good morning, Gavin. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, listeners. Now, Gavin, we understand you're currently mobile, or rather, should we say mobile stationary. Uh, what part of VK4 do you come from, and where are you right now? Originally from Townsville. But Townsville's not as soggy as other parts of the state. Uh, it was rained on a bit over Christmas, at, uh, drying out nicely at the moment. We're uh, on our uh, big world noodling trip uh, <laughs> around most of Australia. We're on, the, we're on the Gold Coast at the moment. Uh, the Gold Coast is currently uh, waiting for the rivers around the uh, Brisbane Valley to subside so we can get supplies and also waiting for the northern rivers of New South Wales to subside so we can get supplies as well. To the south of the Gold Coast, the northern rivers of New South Wales, uh, things like the Richmond River which uh, flow into uh, the coast of Ballina, uh, the Clarence River flowing through Grafton to the coast near Yamba. Uh, they're uh, all in flood at the moment. We got through the day before and we got shut off there. And, of course, uh, the Brisbane River Valley, all the rivers there, all starting to subside a little bit now, but uh, our parts uh, cut off and uh, stopping transport getting where it's supposed to. Well, thanks for that uh, quick overview regarding, well, the bottom bit of VK4. And I hope that things improve for you, and uh, do take care, Gavin. Thanks. Thanks, Robert. Now, moving up north of Brisbane, I caught up with uh, Gordon Taylor, Gordon's uh, VK4 VP. Uh, Good morning, Gordon. Good morning, Robert. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Now, Gordon, what part of uh, VK4 do you come from? Um, We live in in Budrum, which is about 100 kilometres north of Brisbane uh, on the Sunshine Coast. And uh, how have the floods affected your area? Well, they haven't affected our area, obviously, as much as further down in Brisbane and, and further north. Um, we've been pretty much spared. There's... Well, that's pretty fortunate. Has there been any call to help, uh, say, with communications during the last week? I'm a member of the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, and, and the committee has discussed if we were called in to help or anything like that, and we'd certainly be available. But so far, um, nothing, nothing's really happened, and I think... Partly what happened in the in the Toowoomba and Lockyer Valley region early in the week is, is that people were stranded there. However, it would have been, been impossible to get any sort of communications assistance in there at all because helicopters were grounded through the weather. So I think there really hasn't been a lot um, that the Amateur Fraternity could, uh, could help with. Well, that's pretty understandable. And uh, thanks, Gordon, for your uh, quick report from the Sunshine Coast. Not a problem, Robert. Thanks a lot. Now moving up further north, I caught up with Jack Chomley, VK4JRC. Good morning, Jack. Uh, good morning, Robert. Now, how are you faring? Uh, good, good today, thanks very much. And uh, what part of VK4 are you from, Jack? OK, I'm uh, at Bouldercombe, which is about 30 kilometres south of Rockhampton. Uh, that's where I live out in a rural area. And how have the floods affected you? Well, basically, I've had a 13-day holiday, you might call it. Um, being cut off from the uh, from Rockhampton City because of the uh, Bruce Highway being inundated, so I haven't been able to get to the city to uh, to do anything or get any mail or do any banking. And well, okay. Well, how are the food supplies holding up? Uh, well, we've done all right for uh, for about a week, uh, week ten days. But when the uh, highway became blocked down Gympie Maryborough, that meant the supply trucks couldn't get in towards uh, communities like Gladstone, Mount Morgan. 
uh, boulder came Gracemere, so what happened in the last few days is uh, food supplies have run very, very short in all those areas, and many people in our area have tried to go to Gladstone shopping for food but found uh, similar circumstances down there as um, up here. And the devastation because of the floods in your area? Well, there's been a lot of, uh, lot of heartbreak as far as uh, many of the residents in low-lying areas are concerned that have been well and truly inundated. Uh, a lot of property damage and some houses obviously will be uninhabitable and uh, the clean-up crews, I believe, have started working on all that aspect and uh, in conjunction with that, um, local government people have been doing road inspections as roads become uncovered and they're finding quite a lot of damage in, uh, in the road uh, infrastructure. And personally, um, do you have uh, or have you experienced any damage? No, no, no. Fortunately, uh, Robert, we're about 130 metres above the flood height here. Basically, uh, we've been extremely lucky. Even though we did get torrential rain and lots of runoff, um, we suffered no, uh, no ill effects here at all. And amateur radio, has that played a part for you over, say, the last week or two? Uh, amateur radio has basically meant that I've been able to keep, uh, being the president of the, of the local uh, club, I've been able to keep in contact with everybody in town and also to, uh, to organise um, commitment uh, levels by anybody should we be called on by any of the uh, organisations to provide assistance uh, for communications, etc. And several of our club members have been um, involved on the peripheral of this in liaising with uh, various authorities. Well, if you could pass on regards to your club members and those in your community from the Wireless Institute of Australia, that would be appreciated. And thanks very much, Jack, for uh, chatting with me. Uh, well, thanks very much, uh, Robert, for the consideration of the, uh, of the contact and, uh, and showing concern from uh, your part of the world. And I think you're going to get a bit of a bath um, after us. So I hope things go well for you down there also. Thanks yeah. once again. And yes, it has been pretty wet down here in VK3 as well but not quite as severe as what you've had up there in uh, VK4. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Now we move back down, down uh, the coast a bit, down to Brisbane, where I caught up with Peter Schrader, Peter's VK4 Echo Alpha, and I've got him on the line. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Robert. And what's your home kitty age, Pete? Well, I live in Northgate, in the northern suburbs of Brisbane. And I hear that you've been assisting with the flood relief. Yeah, well, as part of the uh, Specialist Commons Group, I'm the group leader of the Specialist Commons Group in the southeast region. And presently I'm located in Kilcoy, which has suffered some uh, fairly major uh, flooding in the local area. I've been for a big drive through the uh, Brisbane Valley today and uh, assisted with setting up uh, links to various SCS UHF repeaters. And I'm um, now helping out the Kilcoy group with their internet management. So are you at the uh, Flood Relief Centre at the moment? Uh, no, I'm at the Kilcoy HQ, SCS HQ and I've uh, been helping them with their uh, clerical duties and also manning the radios. Can you describe for our listeners, perhaps, the flood damage in the area? Well, it's been uh, quite extensive. Uh, the, um, we're above the Wivenhoe and, and Somerset Dams, uh, where we are right now, but below the dams um, has been quite significant. There have been a lot of houses inundated um, in the Iswich uh, 
Brisbane Valley Highway, the Lockyer Valley, and um, and Brisbane City, of course. We've got a, a dedicated team of members, uh, members of the SES, and uh, also radio amateurs, and uh, they're on standby right now, ready to uh, to man the the clean-up effort, which is now what the uh, what phase is in now, part of the disaster recovery. And uh, we'll probably be relieving SES members who are skilled in driving flood boats and, and all that sort of thing. We'll be uh, relieving those people while we can operate the radios and uh, pass messages and uh, help them with their uh, uh, HQ duties. Well, that's great. Amateur radio operators using their experience and skills uh, to help man the radio network. I guess that will not only be, what, VHF and UHF, but possibly HF as well. Well, the other thing I can mention about um, uh, HF is that we've been trialling HF extensively through South East Queensland during this event, uh, particularly using the WIS and uh, WIA-assigned uh, 5 meg frequency, using um, commercial NGTs, uh, code and NGT radios, and they're proven to be quite successful, so um, I intend to pursue that further uh, this year. Well, that's great, and good news to hear that our new band uh, is working well. Well, thanks, Pete, for catching up with us on WIA National News. No problem. See you later. Thanks again to uh, all the guys who have just uh, given us the reports and uh, probably one of Australia's worst natural disasters. And it really is quite hard to know what to say or how to respond at a time like this. We're joined by WIA President Mike Lowen for a few words. This is Michael Lowen, VK3KI. On this day, I had a simple message. All of us in Australia have been aware of the unfolding tragedy of the floods in Queensland. And for me that awareness has been very personal, particularly for all those people in Rockhampton as well as Ipswich and elsewhere in Queensland. For myself, for the WIA, for the National News Service and for all amateurs, please know that our thoughts are with you at this time. And thank you, Michael. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Hands across Australia, VK2. The first AR New South Wales TNT event for the year will be on Sunday the 30th of January at the VK2WI site. Some of the major items available for sale can be viewed on the AR New South Wales website. And you might like to note the other TNT dates for the remainder of the year. They are March the 27th, May the 29th, July the 31st, September the 25th and November the 27th. The next meeting of the Radio Homebrew and Experimenters Group will be after the Trash and Treasure at the Dural site on Sunday the 30th of January. The presentation will be about designing and building HF transmitters and receivers. A number of members of the Homebrew Group will present aspects of building HF equipment and ideas will be canvassed for a group project. As usual, the meeting will start with the usual show-and-tell segment where members of the group or even just visitors can get up and show others what they have been doing. So for those interested in building their own equipment, experimenting with radios or just looking for a new aspect of amateur radio, then get along to the Dural site 
on Sunday the 30th of January. The Homebrew Group also looks forward to seeing you at the Central Coast Field Day in Wyong in February. Moving down to VK3, and today, January the 16th, it's the Western and Northern Suburbs Amateur Radio Club Family Day. It's being held at Bundura Park, and it's on right now. And news from the Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club. Yes, the EMDRC's annual White Elephant Sale will be held at the usual venue, the Great Rari Primary School in Heathmont, on Sunday, March the 13th, 2011. Don't forget to slot that date into your 2011 events calendar. More details are available on the EMDRC website. Simply go to www.emdrc.com.au The countdown continues to the Centre Victoria Radio Fest with its family-friendly and interesting program. The commercial traders have loads of stock to sell at competitive prices, all in the dedicated traders' hall. There'll be plenty on offer too at the second-hand market tables and car boot space alley. What sets this event apart from others is that it includes a mini-lecture program and activities. The organisers thank the guest presenters. Jack Bramham, VK3 WWW talking on the IARU Region 3 Regional Fox Hunting Championships coming to Victoria. A leading exponent on optical light beam communications, Rex Moncure, VK7MO, who will illuminate that interesting subject. And the DX0DXD expedition team on their return from the Spratleys. Why, they have a story or two to tell. Put it in your diary now. The Centre Victoria Radio Fest at the Kyneton Racecourse on Sunday, the 13th of February. I'm Bruce Lees, VK3 Triple F, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. And news from VK4, Tark to do Australia Day. Yes, get out your corked hats and throwing thongs. Tark will be out in the field for Australia Day, providing that the venue doesn't get too aquatic. At the famous Lome Island ARDF grounds and shelter from 11.30am on Wednesday, January the 26th. Bring your own everything and engage in Aussie fun and mirth and even do some radio things too, well, maybe. Bring the family, bring the lager phone, yes, and bring the esky, but don't bring the mozzies, please. News from VK7. Yes, there is a Foundation Training Day that'll be held on Saturday, January the 22nd for at least six aspiring Foundation licence holders. Yes, that's in Tassie. And if you're interested in attending, then please register your interest with Reg, VK7KK. Reg can be contacted on 0417-391-607. Amateur Radio, the first technology-based social network. The WIA is pleased to announce details of the 2011 WIA National Field Day, with this year's event to be held on Sunday the 17th of April 2011. Feedback received from many operators participating in the 2010 event requested a change away from the October date. So the WIA being very mindful of selecting a date that did not clash with other major VK-related contests and activities, considered several ideas put forward, with a suggestion to have the event close to IARU World Amateur Radio Day. That's April the 18th. And it seemed to provide a newsworthy, logical story. So the IARU have announced their theme for the event, 
the 2011 World Amateur Radio Day, the theme is Amateur Radio, the first technology-based social network. Therefore, aligning with the IIAU celebration, the WIA has also adopted Amateur Radio, first technology-based social network, as the theme for the 2011 event. Rules and guidelines will be shortly published on the WIA website. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. And a reminder of the new WIA membership brochure. Put together by a couple of creative folk, this DL-sized brochure carefully sets out the many valuable benefits of WIA membership in an easy-to-read, easy-to-understand format. The brochure is intended for those who may not yet be a WIA member or members who are considering renewal. The full-colour brochure with its eye-catching cover is ideal for display and distribution at hamfests, field days, etc., Easily obtainable, clear plastic DL brochure stands are perfect for displaying the membership brochure, whilst its small size format makes it ideal for keeping a copy in the car glove box or door pocket, of course along with the calling CQ brochure. Copies of the brochure can be obtained from the WIA National Office. Simply send an email to nationaloffice at wia.org.au. Support the organisation supporting your hobby and encourage someone new to join the WIA today. And seats at the upcoming WIA Emergency Comms training sessions are filling. Good morning, this is Fred, VK3DAC. I've been listening with great interest to the reports about the opportunities for radio amateurs to assist with communications and other activities in the flooded areas. The skills of amateurs are such that it's very useful to emergency services organisations for amateurs to communicate via emergency services networks. From experience, we know that this requirement grows as emergency services resources are stretched. There are also a lot of activities, non-communication activities, that radio amateurs can participate in that will greatly assist emergency services' work. The provision of the Certificate 2 in Public Safety by the WIA for amateurs provides a nationally recognised qualification that's understood by emergency services organisations. This training assists in the preparation of radio amateurs for the provision of emergency communication services. We currently have courses arranged for Melbourne, Perth and Brisbane. Uh, There may be a delay in the Brisbane course just due to the circumstances. And more courses in every state and territory will be on offer shortly. To register, go to the WIA website and enter your details. Thank you, Robert. Well, thank you, Fred. And now it's across to Felix, VK4FUQ, with operational news. Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline 2011. January 1-31, to WIA Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF. January 15 and 16, WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day on now. Includes Microwave Challenge with special certificates to be awarded to participants on microwave bands. Information, John Martin, VK3KMTAC at wia.org.au. March 19 and 20, WIA John Moyle Field Day Weekend. Marconi Day 2011. 
the usual date for the International Mark County Day in 2011 would have fallen on the Easter weekend. So the organisers have changed the date to Saturday the 30th of April. Details of events will appear on the website www.gb4imd.org.uk in due course. Special event stations, repeater, beacon, DX and net advice. A VK3 D-Star net is held every Thursday evening on VK3 RWN port C. Frequency 146.9125 MHz. The net is used to keep D-Star users up to date with current matters concerning the D-Star network. The operators who run the net are Susan VK3ANZ, Ross VK3HBS and David VK3DLR. The Tassie Devil Award is available for any amateur who meets these requirements. HF in Australia, 50 contacts. On VHF UHF you need 20 VK7 stations with at least one contact made in each of the southern, northern and northwestern regions. Repeaters may be utilised. On IRLP contact with 30 VK7 stations. 2010 DX Sound Bites Tom KHCX has done it again. He has provided DXs with 131 memorable DX sound clips from 2010. Visit Tom's famous ham gallery webat http colon forward slash forward slash hamgallery dot com forward slash dx2010. While there, also check out some of his other features on his webpage, such as 13 years of rare DX sound clips of the past, as well as some clips from the 1960s and 70s, QSL card museum, Dayton photo galleries and tribute to silent key ham operators. Tom states, if anyone has any old HF recordings, I would be interested in hearing from them. EI8CC, the former Honorary Secretary of the Irish Radio Transmitting Society and new Irish Ambassador to Lothoso, will soon be on the air from that nation on CWNSSB as 7P8CC. The final items of his station have been shipped, so expect to hear him on the air from Lothoso in the not-too-distant future. ZS6TQ is now active as 9Q0HQ-6 from the Republic of the Congo. His operation is primarily on weekends and during the week after 1800 hours UTC. Listen out for him on 40 through 6 metres using CW, SSB and PSK31. QSL via K3IRV. DC9TH is now on the air as 8Q7TH from Bar Atoll in the Maldives. He's reportedly been hurt on 20 metres SSB. If you work him, please QSL to his home call sign. VO1AU will be active stroke 9M6 from East Malaysia between March the 2nd and the 15th. His operation will include the Commonwealth and AWLDX SSB contests. QSL via VO1MX. England, G. Special event station GB65ISWL is active throughout 2011 in celebration of 65 years of service to both licensed amateurs and shorewave listeners. The station will be active from various locations. QSL GB65ISWL via G6XOU. The excitement of Ready X appearing on the band often creates confusion, and on 6 metres early January was no exception. VK0KEV on Macquarie Island and H40FN in the Tamutu Islands both appeared on the same frequency at the same time, and as you would expect, utter bedlam broke out, with the end result being very few worked either of them. However, through the reigning chaos, Norm VK7AC and Launceston did manage to work VK0KEV, plus one or two VK5s before the signal faded away. No one secured a contact at all with H40FN, who was buried under the confusion.
For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Back to you, Robert. Thank you, Felix. And it's on to the Q News workbench. Analog multimeters. There are probably many owners of good quality analog multimeters of the 30,000 ohm volt sensitivity or similar. Bob VK3BWZ says that many of these multimeters require a 15 volt battery for the high ohms range. Unfortunately, the small 15 volt battery is no longer available. Physically, they look like a short AAA battery. However, a 12 volt battery, that's an Energizer A23, is similar in diameter with, and if you put two hearing aid type batteries, they're 1.4 volts each sticky tape to either end of the A23 battery, well, the whole lot in series gives you 15 volts. And better still, it fits perfectly into the battery compartment of a TMK multimeter. Thanks, Bob, for that uh, technical tip. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. How to work satellites with your HT. Clint Bradford, K6LCS of Mira Loma, California, has published an updated copy of the How to Work Ham Satellites with your HT tutorial. It's posted online at www.work-sat.com. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Naval. Australian Navy Amateur Radio Society. John Garvey, VK5OJ, was or is the president of the now defunct society known as ANARS, or the Australian Naval Amateur Radio Society. In a recent posting, he said how sad it has been to see the demise of the ANARS. Perhaps one day it will rise again in a better shape with more enthusiasm for the hobby. Many will keep the friendship as I do. Long-time enthusiast and the guy who has kept us informed about us here on the WIA News and in Q News over many years is Kevin, VK2CE, who said, It's very sad indeed to see the society cross the bar. I always believed it had the potential to become quite a significant group in the ham radio world, but unfortunately this was not to be. Two names come to mind when one thinks of significant contributors to these societies over the years. Tony Musson, VK2CAM, and Crane Carlisle, VK4CWC. These two ran the nets right up until recent times. They were virtually there every day with very little time off for other commitments. Others also contributed in their own way and it helped to keep the group going for 17 years. Well, we've run out of time and we've come to the end of this week's news broadcast. On behalf of Graham VK4 Baker Baker, this has been Robert VK3DN running the WIA National News from the Melbourne studios. We've reported, you decide.